Hey everybody, this is Thea. This is Daniel. And we're standing on the corner of here and now. Join us as we have conversations about all things recovery. And hang on to your seat, we're in for a ride. Trying to be. It's been a rough uh, week. It has. Today is uh, Saturday, March fourteenth, and the uh, yesterday was Friday the thirteenth. We had a full moon. Stock market took a, a nosedive. Coronavirus is working its way uh, wherever. I think from the sides of the country in mm-hmm. a little bit. It seems. It seems so. There's a lot of. Um, Unknowing going on. It's interesting to see how how people react and how I react. Yes, it's neat. tells It tells me a lot about where I'm at. It's like a touchstone. It is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. um, It used to be a conference I'd go to every three months, and it was my little touchstone because I could see, oh, there's been some growth. And then when when events happen that shake things up, you can see where you're at. It's a major touchstone. It's a bigger one. Um, how I've kind of reacted internally shows me it's, it's really interesting. It's a good tool. So how, if you don't mind sharing, tell us a little bit about how, how you've been doing this week, what's been going on, like whatever you're willing to share, like how, how have you been, you know, how have you been handling this and how has your recovery played into this? Huge. I mean, the, without recovery, um, I have no idea where I would where I would be in this. I'd, I'd just probably be in denial. I'd probably be in, in addiction. I would just be focusing on that. And that was always one of those things when anything would happen, and I've been thinking about that this week, um, when a hurricane would even be talked about, I'd be spending a whole paycheck and stocking up on every type of chemical I could, you know, just in case. I mean, it was very much... Um, not hoarding anything else, not worrying about anything else. You weren't worried about toilet paper. Not no damn toilet paper. I was worried about, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of other other things. Well, that's an interesting thing that you say because we all we all know, right? Like all this stuff has been going on, and people are buying crazy stuff in droves to where other people can't get it, you know. Um, but yet, when we were actively using, we would have done very similar behavior, but just buying other other things. Yeah. That is interesting. I think it like shows me where is, what am I putting stock in? And so at that point I put stock in drugs and alcohol and you see other people put stock in things. Mm. And I, I think in this program I've learned that so far in, in my own life and watching other people's that I kind of, I kind of let things fall where they may. I have not been stressed about this. I've been worried and a little concerned on how other people are reacting and where their welfare is. But me personally, I've had so much peace because at the end of the day, um, I don't put a whole lot of stock in, in what goes on on in this world. 
I've got a lot more faith in things working out the way they're supposed to when they do. And, and in the most extreme um, circumstance, I mean, even if, you know, crazy event happened and I lost my life in a car accident or whatever, I, I was saying this earlier and I was trying to ground myself with this, that it would be okay. I feel like I have purpose today. I feel like I'm generally living in love today, that I'm meeting God in the moment, trying to be mindful. And so if, if it had to be like that, I feel like it's been a good life. It's been more than I ever bargained for. And who am I to say when that happens? So, I mean, if for me, and that might be extreme and weird, but I always balance myself on worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. And if I can't be okay with that, for me personally, I need to work on something. If I can't be okay with a worst case scenario and leaving this existence today, dying today, then what am I doing wrong? Right. I don't know that I would use some of the same terms. I feel the same way. Like if it's my numbers up, my numbers up. Like I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Um, car wreck, coronavirus, cancer. I mean, I would hope I would go out with grace and mercy, um, not kicking and screaming. I've have seen people over the years that have fought it tooth and nail, and yeah. it, it gets very yucky. Um, but I think for me, it's more about my affairs are in order. Um, you know, I have a life insurance policy. Le Le Leanne would be okay. Um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've made my amends. Um, my family knows I love them. There's that type of um, thing. I don't think it's time for me to go yet. I think I have more to do. Something deep down inside me tells me I have more to do. And there's, I could be wrong, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a sense of things like that, but I think that it's not being morbid or like, oh mm -hmm. God, talking about death, but it's like, no. am I at peace or am I not? Right. And that, that's what I'm, I guess we're trying to say. Right. Do right. I have peace with my life right now or not? And if I don't, well, I need to do something about mm -hmm. that. I mean, it's, I think with one of these situations, the more you fight and try to control like any yeah. other situation, the more you sink, the more you suffer. Yeah. And it's, it's suffering is a choice today. So I can either, you know, going back to like step one thing, you okay. know, my, that whole relationship between powerlessness and unmanageability mm -hmm. to a very large degree, I am powerless over what happens in this world, whether it's the, the coronavirus or not. Right. So it's like, I try to realize that I'm powerless over it. I can only do my little part and my life won't become unmanageable right. spiritually, emotionally right. or physically. Um, or financially, because I'm sure a lot of people, I mean, but all that stuff at the end of the day, the, the more I fight against it, the more I think I have power over it, the, the more unmanageable yeah. I get. I just get miserable. Well, there's not a darn, in this specific situation, there's not a darn thing that we can do. It's going to happen. It's coming. It's just what can we do to make its impact not as severe and, you know, and I won't go into all the stuff, but, you know, slowing it down, whatever, whatever the theories are out, out there, because we really don't know. Um, and just making the disruption as fruitful as possible. Yes. Which is what we talked about earlier, is like, what can we do for ourselves, our families, our communities, our uh, friends, you know, all that stuff. What can we do um, to, to make this... Um, as easy, for lack of a better word, as possible, but to make the best outcome on the other side. Because there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to happen. People aren't going to make their meet meetings. People may decide to go out and use over this. Like that's a, we talked about that earlier mm -hmm. too. There's going to be a certain number of people that are going to go, 
oh, I didn't get clean for this. Screw this coronavirus, you know, whatever or who, whatever the situation is, and they're gonna, they're gonna make that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen that before. I saw it during Harvey a Absolutely. lot, like we talked about. Yeah. Um, but I also think that if we take a certain view of this, and I've been was reading some things uh, this afternoon where people were starting to talk like that, like there's some little bit of chatter about that out there of how can we take this situation and make it the best we can like i get to stay home and be with my kids maybe we can play board games you know get them off their phones and stuff and let's play board games maybe a mom and a daughter are going to have that conversation they've been needing to have for a really long time Maybe I'm going to get to take my dog for a walk and see some really cool birds. Maybe I'm going to, I don't know, these are just kind of silly things. But, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity to see things in a different way. You know, I spent most of the day out in the yard um, because I get really wound up when I feel um, out of control. Or when I feel really, really powerless Mm -hmm. like this, I get a lot of just really nervous, anxious energy during Harvey, we were trapped in the house, and I was like a caged animal. I paced around the house. I rode my bike in the rain. I was waiting for the flood to come. You know, thank God our house never got flooded, but um, like I was waiting for it. I was like, where's the flood? Where's the flood? Where's the flood? We watched way too much news during that, mm-hmm. those four or five days, um, and I was, I was just a mess. I did do a lot of step work, which was interesting. I got a ton of step work done, which it was really interesting to write on a third step in the midst of Harvey, right? Oh, that's a beautiful time to do right that at the work. right, right at this kitchen table. Actually, yeah. I was <laughs> I sat right at this kitchen table and wrote out my third step for my sponsor um, during the Harvey flood. And actually, she's given me another assignment. So, guess what? I'll be doing during the coronavirus flood. I'll be doing step work again, probably right at this kitchen table. Um, but being able to take those things and turn them around and, and stuff. So I spent a lot of the day in the yard. Sorry, I got off track there for mm-hmm. just a second. Um, I spent most of the day in the yard doing some things I've been wanting to get done out there. But, you know, I was like out there and I was barefoot in the grass and I was in the sun. And I was like, it was probably stuff I would have done out there if there hadn't been a coronavirus. But that extra energy gave me the little push to get out there and do it. And I was watching the birds and hearing them. And I thought to myself... The birds don't give a shit about coronavirus. They're just being birds. Neither does the tree. Neither does the tree. And, you know, that sounds all crazy, y'all. But that's really what I was kind of out there thinking about was like, huh, okay, I'm just another animal on the planet. Yes, I can, you know, catch this thing, whatever. But I am just need to go about my day and do what I had set out to do and you know, work at a nice steady pace and actually enjoy myself and use some of this again to my advantage. It was kind of all over the place, but, um, yeah, it was turned out to be a really, really good day and I got a lot of stuff done. Well, it's, I was always fascinated with the, the concept of judo was, is being able to use something coming against you and all that energy Mm. against it. So I can, you know, I could take somebody punching me trying to and then just offset that and use that to flip them over right i was like oh that concept's amazing i think the same thing is is happening here it's like you can either harness it like you did today kind of say oh i can do something positive with my nervous energy Mm -hmm. and i can go out in nature and ground and yes i mean it's it's i think that's a real important thing for people right now to do is to find some way to ground and some way to channel this right in a in a proper way because 
it, we were talking about this with the news. Um, I was watching some news the other night, and I try not to get too much into that, but, and it really kind of made me mad because I saw real fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. For sure. And trying to get people caught up, and for us, and I think humanity in general, but I know for us in recovery, fear, that's, the, that's behind all my character defects. Yep. That's the root of all my issues mm-hmm. is fear-based. And so in a situation like this f- to sell uh, time ads on television or whatever it may be, trying to tap in on that and use this situation to get my fear going, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it, <laughs> you know, because right. I know what it does to me. I know what it, I see it do to other people. And so to me, it's like being able to see, you know, it, this is either going to magnify defects of character. It's either going to bring mm. out the worst in people or the yes. best. Yes. And we have a choice. Yes, we do. We have a choice. And even if we see the worst in ourselves coming out, if I see that for those of us that have done that type of work and know what our character defects are, and we're, I'm pretty aware of mine. I know, I know what they are. Um, I know when they're rearing their, their ugly head. Um, but when I see them being mindful maybe tense stepping in the moment and being very aware of them and, and, and cutting them off, you know, at the corner there and saying, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to choose a different path. I'm going to take this energy. And I really think this is one of our superpowers. You know, how I like to talk about being an addict is a, is a, is a superpower really taking that energy and putting it into something else so that when I feel this come up and that's the kicker, you guys too, is that I don't just think it, I feel it. And a lot of times I feel it before I think it. So normally we do this thing where we go, this is what addicts do, <laughs> in my opinion, is we, we feel, do, think. Mm-hmm. We feel something, we act on it, and then we think about it and go, oh, shouldn't have done that, instead of feeling, thinking, doing, right? So a lot of times with this stuff, too, we have, I have to, I feel it. And I have, if I take that moment, I can identify it and go, oh, that's my nervous energy. And I can even identify it even deeper and go, this is how I felt during Harvey. This is the same thing. Okay. What were my mistakes during Harvey? How could I do this differently this time? Now, granted, I'm not trapped in the house because it was raining last time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's a different situation, but it's the same. The feelings of powerlessness and doom and oh my god and holy cow and all that it's the same same chemicals in the body same thought processes it's all the same our body doesn't know have different fear for a flood than it has for a virus like from a pure physiological biological standpoint it's all the same the feelings are the same so um, I have to be aware of them and go, oh, okay. And then, like I said, use that superpower of awareness and mindfulness and channel it down, down a different alley. Um, and that's and that's awesome. That's an awesome thing to be able to be aware of that and, and and be able to make those choices today. And it's not easy. And I'm not perfect by any means. Like, no, no, no. I still snap, and especially at my partner. I'm terrible about that. I'll put that out there in the universe. Um, and so I, I'm, again, aware of it, but sometimes, you know, I, I just do it. Like, I, 
again, it's not in an excuse, but it does happen. Um, so it's good for me to be outside a lot too. <laughs> I'm going outside now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's in, and it's being able to divert the fear, you know? So like today, like I were sharing, I did a lot of productive things outside. I'm like, wow, this is stuff I've been wanting to get done for a long time. And if I hadn't had the weird energy, I might not have. I might not have done it. I don't know. Well, it's it's true. It, it's it's little things. When we were um, going to get tacos earlier, we were talking about um, how Haley and I had been talking about. There we go. All these rabbit trails of talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of talking <laughs> it's going pointless on. information. Um, <laughs> but all the schools that are shut down, mm-hmm. like, like you had said, the having the opportunity for uh, families to maybe sit down and eat together mm-hmm. and really i think one of the things that everybody's the most scared of that this gives a unique opportunity for is to maybe have some time to slow down and just look at myself yeah it's a huge opportunity i mean i always think about um i'm 39 years old and so the, i had the opportunity to see life without cell phones and then with cell phones and i remember kind of the idea that with computers and cell phones they were saying hey when we get this stuff going, um, it's going to make life so much simpler and we're going to have so much more time and it's done the opposite. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. everybody's running so fast all the time. Yeah. Go, go, go. That rarely do people even have not only the opportunity, but are forced sometimes by nature to sit back and just look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have that superpower of awareness. Right. And so this is a damn good opportunity. Right. For people to be like, wow, I got to slow down, maybe sit still for a minute. Right. Say, oh, maybe do some uncomfortable looking within, finding out, man, what's really going on with me? I love that, that that this creates that opportunity for a speed bump in the general, you know, maze, that, that hamster wheel of life. Right. To look back on big issues, little issues, personal issues. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Hindsight. It's going to get real important here yeah. on, uh, on a lot of levels, you know, within our households, within our neighborhoods, within our communities, our cities, our towns, our states, our governments, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and even within our groups, you know, within those of us that are in a 12-step fellowship and going to groups and going to regular meetings and stuff, you know, within our groups themselves, what's what's happening there, you know, and there's talk about that. There's meeting places closing down. Yeah. I was talking to my sponsor who happens to live in California, and she said meeting halls are shutting down. They're locking the doors. Can't get a meeting. What do we, you know, what do we do with this? What do, what do we, what do, you know, how do we handle this situation from just that pure um, recovery? I want a meeting. I want to interact. I want connection. And it, this is, I just thought of this. This is an interesting thing because we talk about how connection is the opposite of addiction. Well, for a lot of people, their connection may be cut off in this situation. And that's a scary thing for a lot of people. You, you know, when we come into the program, we don't want to be connected. We, I, we can fight that process at times. But now it's like, wow, if these meeting halls shut down, um, you know, you're going to lose the opportunities for connection. So it's going to be, be really important. Now those cell phones may actually, you may, you may actually want them because yeah, now we kidding. can, you know, we can call at any time and we can do it thing in time. But again, it's being mindful and aware and being willing to, how willing are you? Do you want to stay clean? 
Do you want to do something different, whether you're brand new at this or you're like you with that middle time or me that's been clean a long time? Okay, what am I going to do with this situation? Am I going to allow it to make me crazy and push me away from my recovery? Or am I going to allow, am I going to lean into it and make me get more inventive and figure out new ways to stay clean and new ways to stay connected? I don't know about new ways to stay clean, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, I might read a different book or I'm going to sit down and do my, my homework from my sponsor and get her on the phone because she's not working now for two weeks. And like, so there's opportunities here even to, Maybe even accelerate our step work and Absolutely. and move through some of this stuff and and allow this virus to have a good impact on us. What if it's here for us? I love that. What if it's here to help us in some way and not take away from us? What if we could flip that script that a lot of the news channels and the fear mongers and all these people that aren't coming from a place of love? What if we can reframe that and flip that script and flip them all a big bird and go, no way, man, you're not going to, I'm not going to let you do this to me. We're going to flip this and we're going to do something different and we're going to get inventive and we're going to stay connected and do all the things that we need to do so that we can thrive as a, as um, humanity. I love that. If, if this was on video, then you would see me like nodding my head vigorously. <laughs> he is nodding his head. I was like, yes. <laughs> so it's all about that perspective. Mm-hmm. And in, in like the, the crucible that Ooh. we talk about, you know, this makes a crucible. Totally. And, you know, I can come out of this so much stronger yes. than I came into it. I uh, love that. We can. I mean, this is, and who is to say, nobody can say that this isn't for our benefit. That's right. Nobody can say that. I mean, it's so that perspective of looking, oh, this is going to interrupt my comfort that we're all so spoiled with Mm -hmm. instead of looking at it like, man, this is a, this is a way to get out of that comfort, to break that sheep like mold that we get into and find something different. I had thought of a really bad analogy, (laughs) but I get, you know, it says in one of the books that complacency is the biggest enemy of clean time. And so I'm always looking out and, you know, it's, it's not always the most obvious complacency when we're talking about where we go to meetings and stuff. Um, you know, our particular, uh, club, we were having our board meeting today and decided, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to stay open, um, to, you know, until we're forced not to, because the epidemic of addiction is, is a, is a huge killer. Right. Um, is just as serious, if not more serious than, than a virus. Agreed. Um, but you know, I've been complacent. Hell, I got three meetings a day, seven days a week. And so I've never done the phone thing. I've never done the computer thing. Mm. I've never, I've never had to really get outside my box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would be incredible growth. Talk to different people, learn how to have that connection in different ways. Right. Uh, that can only make me stronger because it, it's little things that can change my perspective and help me with growth. Right. Um, my bad analogy was in, in, um, and most of my veins in my body have collapsed at okay. one point or another. So I really don't have any original good conduits <laughs> going on in, in my in my whole body. But what was neat is when that would happen, uh, when one would collapse, it'll it'll go away, but then a bunch of small yep. ones will take its place. Yep. And so it's almost like the body protecting you from continuing to do that behavior. <laughs> but it's also really cool. I think that's how this can be. Instead of taking that one easy conduit this can like wow multiply it out and continue that growth yeah 
Yeah, for sure. If we're willing to look at it from that different perspective, if we insist and try to force our old thinking into this new way, it's it, then we're going to come out, we're going to be angry and bitter through the whole thing. And this is my opi opinion. I could be totally wrong. But if we try to force our old ideas, mm -hmm. you know, through this, because we're going to have to, what's the saying in the book? New ideas, gra grafting new ideas on a, oh, shit. Yeah, you can't graft a new idea on a closed mind. There you go. And so sometimes yep. that cut or blast has to yes. be made yes. to open your ass up, open your mind up. Right. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So I think that, again, you know, this thing can be used as a, as a huge positive tool if we choose to see it um, um, in, that, in that manner. And, you know, it, it's, uh, those of us that get sick, and most of us will, are going to get this thing at some point, it's going to build our immune system. Mm -hmm. So think of it as, as this, the fear... You know, just like the the virus will get in our bodies and make us sick for a little while and on whatever level our body can handle, but it's also going to make us stronger at the same time because we're going to build immunity and our bodies will be stronger when we get to the other side. The same thing could happen to our spiritual and emotional growth. We let this thing in. We let it eat at us a little bit, but we say, uh-uh, no way. We're fighting back. And we can actually build our spiritual immunity, our recovery immunity, our, our emotional immunity and we can come out the other side and and this thing is just it could totally be awesome for us depending on our situation and what's happening it could be a, something very small that we don't know till later or it could be something really like you know head out of the ass pop in mm -hmm. the midst of it um, but again it's just that matter of being willing to be open-minded and being mindful of you know our thoughts feelings and actions at all times and 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 all this kind of stuff but I, I really think that this could be a really really powerful tool to to uh, jolt us into some better thinking absolutely it could make us level up Ooh, my favorite term yes, I love it when, when Thea says that <laughs> you know, it, and that's the whole idea of, I think that was the whole feeling behind doing this podcast yes. today was was to encourage everybody to say hey we don't have to look at it the regular narrative right. we can flip the script we can change the way we're thinking yes. about this yes. and look at how can this be to our advantage mm -hmm. why not Right. Um, you know I, we were talking earlier I've seen some of the I read that book, uh, The Greatest Generation by Tom Brokaw. I read that back when I think it got published in the 90s at some point. And, and, um, and it talked about how in that really tough time of World War II, how, man, you got to see, you know, all the factories get to a level of production. They had never right. even thought it was possible. Right. And, it, and it got women working equal and right. probably doing the jobs better probably. in a lot of cases we than the men were. did. Yep, yep. Um, you know, it it brought out such amazing things right. in people. Right. And when we had 9-11 happen, mm -hmm. um, I remember really, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wow, this is lovely in some ways because people are coming together. Mm -hmm. um, and I also remember thinking to myself, and people forget so quickly. It was a really good book, and it's not a recovery book, but it's called Tribe. Hmm. And it's by... I can't remember the guy's name, but it's got a blue cover and it's called Tribe. And he talks about that. This is what he's talking about. He talks about how during times of calamity, war, sickness, stuff like that, it's when people come together 
and help each other and you and 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 tribes and families and again communities can rise up together and that's what happens during 9/11 World, World War II is a great example during the Blitz in London mm. it's in there's some interesting stats about that uh, they they actually emptied out like the sanitariums, like the crazy houses, mm-hmm. and they allowed those people to work. And a lot for it's interesting. A lot of those people's symptoms, mental health symptoms, went away because they were given a job. They That's were awesome. driving ambulances. They were driving dump trucks. They were you know helping people. They were like doing all these things. And again, it just goes to show that when we have a job, when we are able to help, when we're able to be of service to our fellow. A, a lot of the angst in our um, world today could actually go away. And again, that's another way that this thing could, you know, if you know of somebody that is older or whatever that needs help, go help them. Right? Don't don't be a selfish ass. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what I mean? Like, if you know of a family or somebody that needs something, go help them. Especially if you're not working. If for whatever work reason your job's not up and running and something's happening and and you know of somebody that needs something go be of service like go help someone i think that is like a, a could be just a huge thing and again it's it just it's changing that perspective of we're all in this together we're all connected um and it goes to show this this thing you know it's interesting because it it goes to show how connected we are as humans whether we want to um whether we want to admit it or believe it or not, we are all connected on this on this very primal level, um, and and we're meant to help each other. But we're all very susceptible in the same ways too. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter where you go to meetings. It doesn't matter who you fall in love with. It doesn't matter socioeconomic level. All that stuff. We're all susceptible. Just like the disease of addiction can get anybody this virus thing is going to get everybody like it's just there's no your color of your skin does not freaking matter man like this is gonna go this is this is this is just the way that it is well it, it, that was I a think, weird um thing i just went down no that's sorry a, <clears throat> no that's a great <laughs> rabbit trail the, the um it, it tries to separate us, that damn fear-mongering yes. tries to separate us and say, well, I'm on my island, I'm out for me and mm-hmm. mine, and I'm going to hoard stuff, and I'm going to, you know, look out for, for number one here, and that that's like the most unhealthy thing that we can right. do. Um, I'm not saying, you know, not to take care of yourself and all of this course. stuff, but but at the same time, that can, that can separate us away from each other, and th- mm-hmm. this could splinter people instead of bringing them together right and it Um, will splinter some people of course some people were going to come through this horribly or very spiritually sick or whatever the whatever the deal is but i again i I really think that this could be an opportunity for those that are ready to become butterflies my little butterfly thing i love so much you know this is your opportunity to become a butterfly and uh to level up and all these things that we like to say and and I, i really think that this is an opportunity to do that and I get weird, too. On Wednesday, I was really weird. I'd watched some news. I'd been looking at the stock market. I was getting all oh, a little giddy at two on some ways. And I'm like, oh, like I really had felt myself get sucked into this stuff. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I need to take a big step back here. And and then on Thursday morning, I was in a pretty good place, but I could feel myself getting swept up into it again and then at lunchtime, when I was on my break at the office, I um, 
you know, I changed the music in the office. I jumped around. I did some stretching. I went out in the sun. I was like, okay, we need to, we need to change, change this up and, and, and do some different things for the afternoon uh, session. Um, and I did, and I felt a lot better and I was definitely a different vibe in the office. So, um, not good or bad, but just different than what the morning had been. Um, and I needed that. But again, awareness, willingness, doing some of the things we talked about on the self-pity one, mm-hmm. like making those physiological changes, changing the, what was happening around me, um, but doing those things so that I could venture into the rest of the day. And the same things are going to have to happen here. Like our morning routines are going to need to be on. We're going to you know, be willing to change our state of thought and mind as we're moving through this because some days are going to be really awesome and some days are going to be not so awesome. Awesome as as this thing un- unfolds and different places get closed up and stuff like that. So, but again, just being aware of all that is 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 the big thing. Awareness. I was thinking a, a minute ago how um, my higher power has come at me in the uh, in the form of of pain before. So, in in my thinking yes. of a second step is you know the power greater than myself. Sometimes that comes from God, maybe, but it comes in the form of God gifting me pain Mm -hmm. to get me to change. Sure. And so going back to that, it's kind of like this can be a gift that way. If it motivates me to change, Mm -hmm. get out of complacency and get stronger and get more connected. Yes. To everybody, then this is a blessing. Yep. Um, I was, I was wanting to quote or paraphrase something out of the Dhammapada that I was reading. And it, it was this neat, um, neat old little, little set of verses and it said if you've touched one piece of gold you've touched you you know all pieces of gold they might come in different shapes and varieties but it's all gold Mm -hmm. and by the same way when you have life in you and you've touched one life you're connected and you know all life because it's all one right and I loved that because it's, that's such a, I mean, I mean, it's thousands of years old, but it's such program stuff that I got to keep that in mind through all this, that it's not just me as an island, right? That it's about being able to be of service. I've, I've never seen somebody that has a heart of service be a miserable person. And so when I'm sitting here and worry about money and worry about, uh, you know, stockpiling my money and my things and all of this stuff. I don't know. I've seen a lot of miserable people do that shit. I've never seen somebody that had a full heart of service and didn't worry about all of that stuff. Be it, be a miserable person. And I've never seen them go without. I've seen people like that really thrive. They've got damn toilet paper right now (laughs) and they're not hoarding it. That's true. It's the weirdest shit ever. I I don't don't understand it. It's just a funny (laughs) thing. All right. We're at 33 minutes. Pretty good. It's a good number. I think we covered a lot of territory. I feel like I'm starting to re- repeat repeat myself. So I think maybe uh, we could be good here. Any last thoughts? I think my last thoughts are this: it's about encouraging each other mm-hmm. and and putting more love out there, and just not get letting the fear start getting those character defects going and dictating. Yeah. Don't let anyone let put your light out. Yes. Let your light shine, whatever it is, right now. And, and don't hold it back. Don't stop it. Um, and we're all going to get through this just fine. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you again for joining me. Love you guys. Thanks, everyone. Peace out. See you next time. <laughs>